matter what it looks like. And we all have been in that place and could be in that very place right now where you're thinking about giving up because of the way it looks. But I'm here to encourage you today to tell you don't give up. Don't give up, no matter what it looks like. Because the enemy's job is to make sure it doesn't look good. So he wants to discourage you, say, man, you might as well throw in the towel, hang it up, don't even worry about it, it ain't gonna happen. You know, just forget it, just, just give up, just, hey. You, it, can't nobody work this out. That's his job, that is his job to discourage you every way he can to convince you to give up. Okay. Not just give up on God, but give up on yourself. And that's what's going on today. A lot of, uh, you see so much tragedy, so much suicide, because the enemy has convinced people, hey, your life's not worth a dime. Give it up. Hey, you don't need this. End it all. But I'm here to tell you today, I don't care what it looks like, don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give up, because we have more power, we have more help that's readily available to us. And in the midst of all of that, I know you've heard the word patience, and I'm sure we all had a definition of patience that I'm gonna clear up today because it's not what you think it is. All right. Many times people say, child patience, man, you just gotta hang in there, I don't care how bad it gets, how long it is. No, that's not what patience means. Don't look at me all strange because I said that. I want you to know what patience is because you need to know so you can go with this. All right. Patience means never changing regardless of the circumstances. Never changing, regardless of the circumstances. And I know me for myself personally, like when I'm driving to work, I really need this. <laughs> Never changing regardless of the circumstances. Because people be cutting in and out, driving too slow for me, I got to get somewhere. And they really plucked me and I'm like, you know what, I'm grinding my teeth down in the back. I said, Lord, help me, Jesus. And I'm trying to. Not change, <laughs> keep focus, keep a smile on my face so when I get to work, I'm not some angry, hangry person because I haven't eaten breakfast, so I'm hungry and angry at the same time. <laughs> so I say, you know what, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna change regardless of what's going on around me. Now, God did not create us to operate out of stress or worry. Some people think he did, but he didn't. But he wants us to operate from a place of rest. Yes. To never change regardless of the circumstances. Do you know God is working on your behalf? And he works on your behalf when you trust him. He's not just going to work on your behalf and you don't trust him. That all goes back to love. It does. You've got to believe God loves you because he does. And when you believe God loves you, you will trust that he is working on your behalf. Yeah. They go together. But listen to this, God will rest when you work hard to make something happen by your own efforts. And sometime, man, we working, we gonna make this thing happen, I don't care what. I don't care what it looks like, I'm just gonna make this thing happen. No, no, that's not what God wants to do. He wants you to trust him. He wants to work that situation out for you. Because let me tell you, I don't care how smart you are, I don't care how many degrees you have, you are not smarter than God. You're not. Hate to break it to you, nothing against education, because it's great. I work in an education institution. 
But let me tell you something. I don't feel any of those people there from the, can the chancellor on down is smarter than God. I don't care how much they pay them. I don't care what kind of car they drive or what kind of house they live in. They are not smarter than God. And that's who I rely on. And that's why I don't give up. I don't care what it looks like. I say, you know what? I trust God. It's that simple. I trust God. And how I trust God is through his word. You've got to understand the word of God is our book of promises. Everything you need is in the word of God. He spoke it. God spoke it. And I believe what he says. That's why I'm a believer. That's why you're a believer. And if you haven't been believing, you need to start believing. Because there is nothing impossible for God, saints. Nothing. The only way we will see any manifestation in our lives is when we finally decide that I'm going to step aside, I'm going to get out of God's way, and let him get to work. However, however, this requires confidence in his word. You got to have confidence in the word of God. Now, it's amazing how people will have confidence, just like you all sat down in that chair. You had confidence to believe that chair is going to hold you. You're still sitting. I haven't seen anybody since we've been here fall out that chair because the chair gave way. I don't see anybody keep trying to touch the side of the chair to make sure it's going to take their weight. You're still sitting. Because you have confidence that, that you don't even think about it. That's how much confidence you have in that chair it's going to hold. You don't even think about it. See, and it's the same way when you read the Word of God and you speak the Word of God and you rely on the Word of God. Right. You don't think about the situation. You don't care what it looks like. You say, you know what, I don't care because God's Word says this. God's Word says that. I've got all the backing I need. So I'm not going to keep testing the waters. I'm not going to keep jumping in. Lord, let me just help you out a little bit. He don't need your help. He needs your trust. People always think, Lord, let me help the Lord. Lord, you ain't taking too long. You know I got a deadline to meet, Lord. Well, you know, I needed this yesterday. The Lord knows every deadline. Believe me. He knows about all the nasty phone calls, letters you got in the mail, threatened. You know, they're going to cut this off. They're going to take this. They're going to take The Lord knows all about that. Your job is to get in that word, to cover that situation, and it's in there. Speak it and keep on about your business. Keep your faith out there. Say, you know what? I'm confident that God's going to take care of this situation for me. Yes. That's your faith. Keep your faith out there. So I don't care what it looks like. I'm not going to be discouraged. I don't care how tight it gets. And then we've all been in tight situations. I know I have. I mean, look like down to the wire. Yes. And you know what? I was not made ashamed. God came through for me. I didn't fail, didn't look bad, didn't lose nothing. Still have a smile on my face and yet have what I have. That's the good thing about it. You won't be a loser trusting God. You will always be a winner, church. Always. Resting in God is the most powerful thing we can do to defeat the devil. Did you hear me? I'm going to say it again. Resting in God is the most powerful thing we can do to defeat the devil and his thoughts. Because see, he goes about messing with your head, planning thoughts, fears, doubts, and you know what? They're all lies. They're all lies. When God speaks to you, he speaks to you in a peaceful manner. When the enemy comes, he's harassing you. 
screaming, hollering, putting pressure on you. Man, do you know what's going to happen? Man, you know you've got to have that money by this. Own. How are you going to get that? You don't have a job. You don't make that kind of money. What are you going to do? Oh, you're not going to have enough. They said they're going to turn the lights up. The devil is a liar. That's his job to get you so full of fear. You walk around, you can't see, you can't concentrate, and you see people sometimes, they, they have this look on their face. They're just this defeated, fearful look. And you, you, you might smile and say, hey, how are you doing today? What you mean how I'm doing today? Oh, sorry about that. Have a good day. Back off. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes us as believers, we are supposed to be believing God. And people say stuff to us, but hey, how you doing today? What you mean how I'm doing today? Oh, all right, I'm blessed, highly favored of the Lord. Now, why, why are you as a believer acting like the world? Like you have no hope, like you have no help. We've got all the help we need. And shame on us that we allow the cares of this world to take us to a place we should not be. Take us out of our place of rest. Now, if you go to Hebrews 10, 35, 36, and Amplified, do not throw away your confidence, which has great compensation of reward. You need patience. Here we go. You need to never change, regardless of the circumstances, so that when you do God's will, you may receive the promise. Now, when I read that, I said, that's a good word. Because there's nothing like getting compensation from the Lord. Do you hear what I say? Because, see, our Father is so full of surprises. He always does much better than you could ever imagine. You will always get much, much more than you thought you were going to get. He never just gives you enough. He always gives you more than enough. Lord, you know I need X amount of dollars. You know what? He'll make sure you get that and more. Because, see, he don't want you breaking down with your funds. You want to make sure this is going to carry you over until the next one kicks in. That's what's so good about God. I love that. He never just gives you, just, just take it up to the line. You know, where you say you need $25.99. No, he's going to give you more than the 99 cent tuck on there. He's going to give you more than that. And if you're a tither, hey. Ne thank you. He never forgets a seed sown. If you could sit down and think about all the seeds that you've sown, you should get real happy right now. You should be so happy right now. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. When I think about the seeds I've sown, and God never forgets the seeds sown, do you know what's coming back to you? Oh, is it coming back to you? When stuff starts coming in, you said, Lord, thank you. He said, you know what? Surprise. I didn't forget. You sowed the seed. Remember? This is your payday for that. That's what's so good about God. When man forgets, you know sometimes you give things to people and they, you never get a thank you or nothing. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. You said, man, I don't even know how they feel about it because they ain't never said nothing. Never said they like it, don't like it, wish you had kept it. You know, I don't like that trash. Something. You get no response. So you're like, I wanted to they get it. First of all, you said, well, maybe they didn't get it. Even though you put it in their hand, well, maybe they just didn't get it. Maybe they just didn't see me give it to them. You know, so you kind of wonder. So you have to stand back and say, well, I guess I did. But it kind of hurts because you don't hear anything from them, not even a thank you. And I said, Lord, I'm just going to get up praising you every day. I said, because if I forget to, when you do something, which I think that would be hard to do, but it happens, 
I'm just going to get up praising you because you know what? You are doing things for me all the time. Even when I don't know you working on something that needs to be worked on, you are working on something for me. That's why I tell you today, don't give up, no matter what it looks like. If you could just get it in your mind, that's where you need to get it. In your mind first. Say, you know what? Mm-mm. No. God is working on something for me. And I told you all before to write your concern list. Everything that concerns you, write it down. Lord, this concerns me. That concerns me. Make the list. He don't care if it's pages and pages. Just write it. Because he's going to come through and do it for you. And when he does, Joy, I thank you, line through it. Thank you, Lord. I thank you. But if he did it, then he's going to do the next one. And then he's going to do the next one. And he's going to do the next one. And he's going to do the next one. Why would you not trust the God? Why would you not trust him? He's showing you over and over again. Hey, I am faithful to my word. I am going to do it. I just need you to trust me. Do you understand there's nothing too hard for me? So why are you talking about throwing the towel in? Why are you giving up? Why are you walking around like, I left you, I forsake you. I said I'll never leave you, forsake you. The Lord told us that. So I don't care what it looks like, what you're facing right now, you are not facing it alone. You face it alone when you keep it to yourself. And that's called pride. Oh, I don't need to, I can do this. I hear so many people say, oh, I got this. No, you don't. But if you use your ego and edge God out of it, you got it. You're not going to like the outcome, I can tell you that. But if you will allow the Lord to take care of that situation, I'm telling you, he'll put a smile on your face. You'll be grinning like, people are like, what is wrong with them? It's like you got pure sunshine just all going through your body. You can't even help yourself. When you start thinking about the goodness of the Lord, what he's done for you, and how he worked that thing out, said, man, I never would have came up that in a million years. The Lord will turn something around so fast, somebody can call you up, and you've got devastation on this, on this hand, and the Lord will turn around with that manifestation on the other that fast. Yes, he will. You were so desperate and so, oh, so destitute. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? You're going to roll that care over on the Lord. That's what you're going to do. Yes, you're going to give it to him and watch him work it for you. Yes. I don't care what it is. I don't care what man say. Oh, this is not going to happen. I don't listen to you. I listen to my God and his word, which are the same. God and his word is the same. But you got to pick that up. You got to read that word. It's not good enough just to hear it. You got to say it. You got to say it. Do you understand me? You got to speak the word of God over that situation because the enemy will keep shouting at you and shouting at you. But if you shoot the word of God back at him, let me tell you, you take him down. That's your arsenal, the word of God. Don't let him talk trash to you because he's going to do that. That's his job, 24-7, kill, steal, destroy. Soon as your eyes pop open, (sighs) another day, see if I can kill her. I'm going to see if I can destroy her. That's his job. Do you understand me? I don't know if you know it or not, but the devil don't like you. In fact, he hates you. He hates you. And he's doing everything he can to discourage you and to try to convince you that God doesn't love you, but he's a liar because God does. And when his son died on the cross, he took care of everything for us. When y'all here say, you know, we talk and we say it's already done, 
What we're talking about is everything that you need in this life has already been taken care of, what Jesus did on the cross, and you now have it inside of you if you are a believer. That's why he says it's already done. It's already done. It's inside of you. But see, if you don't speak the word of God to bring that up and out, you'll still be looking around like the world. Where is it? Well, if it's already done, how come I don't have it? Well, you're not using the same, you're not using the right combination. You can't open up that safe if you don't know the combination. You can stand there and twist and turn it. Ella Dave talked about that today. Yes, I saw a little demonstration on TV. People did everything to open up a, a safe down to the part where they even blew it up. <laughs> they even blew the safe up, and the safe still stayed in place. Well, in the meantime, there was a lady over in the corner, and she called the company, and they told her what the combination was. So those jokers had blown this thing up, used every kind of thing to open every kind of tool. She goes over there and she just went, and they were like, what? We done messed up this place, blew holes all in the walls, we've destroyed it, and all it took was the combination? Yes. When the enemy comes and try to blow your world away, the combination is the word of God. Use it. Just that simple. Use it. But if you never pick it up, you never read it, you'll be just like the world. Blowing up this, blowing up that, all kinds of destruction. Everywhere you go, you just tearing up the place. Tearing up people's lives, saying the wrong thing. See, the devil wants to knock you out of the place of rest. He don't want you resting. He don't want you trusting. He don't want you believing. That's his job. So when he comes and he attacks, why you act like this is something, I can't believe this happened. You should. When you, soon as you hear words, the enemy comes immediately to try to take it from you. That's why you got to get that word down inside of you. That's why you need to take notes, write it down, whatever that screws, let me write that down. So when he comes, I got it, I can speak this on that situation. So you can come if you want to, bring it on. But I can tell you one thing, you ain't better than me. Because I have God living on inside of me. He's living on the inside of me. And he said, I'm a winner. So I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the job is saying. They're closing down, selling, merging. Hey, I done been through all that. And I'm yet standing. I'm yet a winner. You win when you trust God, when you believe God. You win. I don't care what it looks like. Don't get all stuck on what it looks like or what it feels like. See, when you do that, you are relying on your five senses, and that's dangerous. Let me tell you something. Don't mess with that. We're supposed to rely on the word of God. Because the enemy is going to make sure you don't feel victorious. He's going to make sure it don't look victorious. When you go to your account and you look at it, Lord, I, you know, I, I got to have X amount of dollars, and this is not looking good. And I don't think I'm not expecting anything else to come in by the time the due date is is here. Fret not. Fret not. I said, hey, don't worry about it. Lord, all is well. All is well. God said he'll supply all your needs. All your needs. All of it. And you know what? I, when I say this, I don't want you to take offense. But see, when you're a tither, you got tithers' rights. When you don't tithe, the Lord yet has mercy on you. It's mercy. But you know what? You don't have a surplus. 
And you won't have a surplus when you stop tithing. Because you're going to run it down to, the, down to the bone. So you ain't going to be able to go back in there and, and, and you know, feel for something because ain't going to be nothing there. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Sister Pat. Can't tap into nothing. But he still won't let you be made ashamed. But he got you out of that situation to get you back on track. Now, let me tell you something. Yeah, I showed myself strong for you this time. But you do the new needful thing. You do what you know you're supposed to do. You honor me with your substance. That's what you're supposed to do. Not that the Lord can't make it without it, but honor him with your substance. Give him the 10%. I don't even tell you. I said, whoa, uh uh-uh. I am so excited to give the Lord that that's his because I know that 90% is going to be so blown out. It's going to go everywhere. Take care of everything. You understand? And more. And I'm still going to have a surplus in my pocket. It's a win-win. Why wouldn't you? He didn't say give him 90%. He said 10%. You've got 90%. Anybody with a half a brain can figure out 90 is greater than 10. Right? But let me tell you something. When you give that 10%, it just keeps going. And it keeps going. And it keeps going. And it keeps going. And it's never ending. I'm telling the Lord, just keep opening doors and opening doors. He will do for you what he's not doing for the other fellow, that the one that hasn't tied, the one that won't tie, and made him in their mind, look, I need my money. Yeah, you hold on to that little bit of stuff. And I guarantee you'll be in a negative all the time. Not trying to scare you, but to get you to wake up and realize, you know what? This situation wouldn't probably be this bad if I would do the needful thing. I say I'm a believer. I honor God. I love God. But yet still, I'm not doing what he asked me to do. But you're looking for him to love you, rescue you, get you out of that situation. And you know what? The Lord does. But let me tell you something. I would not want to take that chance. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because you know why? Things are going on in this world that will affect you you don't even know about. But God does. And you know what? He'll come back. <laughs> you know my child tithed. And they just told her she wasn't going to have a job. She tithed anyway. You know I already opened the door for her. She don't even know yet. I opened it already. Opened another door. Just waiting. Tomorrow I'm going to speak to her and say, you go there, you do this. And she's going to make more money or he's going to make more, more money than they've ever made before. That's how good God is. That's how good he is. You don't have to be fearful. Oh, if I give this, I ain't going to have nothing. Honey, give it. Plant it. It's a seed. It ain't enough to take care of that bill anyway, so go ahead and plant it. Go ahead and see how much harvest you get from it. Oh, let me tell you, you talking about smiling. That's why you can't afford to give up. You just can't. When you employ patience, meaning never changing regardless of the circumstances, it will help you maintain your confidence in God during the enemy's attack. So while the enemy sends his little stinking attacks, if you employ, if you take on patience, never changing regardless of the circumstances, you'll be able to maintain your confidence in the word of God. Isn't that something? See, this is help. This is telling you how to do it. This is what you need to do. I am almost out of time, Lord Jesus. You need to know that our confidence has a spiritual payday. 
I love paydays. You know, that I always tell you, I'll give you an example. You know, if you get paid every two weeks, the first week you're just like, wish this week would go by. Just go by. Got to get in that second week. Because the second week is when I'm going to get paid. Man, day one, boom, thanks, it's down. Day two, whoo, it's gone. Day three, whoo, I got two more days, I'm going to get paid. Thank you, Jesus. But it's nothing like God's payday. Lord Jesus. It's nothing like his payday. Because see, with him, you have a payday every day. You don't have to work 10 days, and on the 10th day, you get your pay. You don't have to do that. You can get a payday from him every day. Every day. And I look forward for my payday. You hear what I say? Oh, let me tell you something. Because see, on the natural side, boy, you just go like, man, I can't hardly make it. Whew. You're looking at the gas in the car, and you say, I got a couple more trips. Come on, gas, you got to hang in there for me. You got to get me till at least to that morning when I get paid. And I got some of my account, I can use my card. No, the Lord don't run it down like that. He don't do it like that. No. His payday is far above anything you can even imagine. And I say excited. I say, oh, my God. And it says, right, it says, this payday is the manifestations that you've been looking for. That's your payday. It's the manifestations that you've been looking for. See, it's the enemy's job is to use fear and doubt to block the manifestations. But he's a liar. He can't do it. When you rely on yourself and don't get hooked up with the word of God and speak it over it, he will block it because you won't have anything to fight with. And you've got to speak the word of God. You have to. You just have to. You can't hum it. See, it's down in my heart. The Lord knows my heart. Yeah, he knows your heart. He knows everything about you. You better, you better open your mouth. You better open your mouth. You better speak the word of God. I'm sorry. I can't, you know, God knows my heart. I have an unspoken request. You better speak up. You better tell folks what that, you better tell somebody who can disembowel what that request is. And that's God. Not that he don't know, but tell him. Lord, you know, this is concerning me. He said, I got it. I got you. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. My daughter always says, Mom, God makes everything come out right. And that keeps me keeps me running. I need to hear every time something come up, Mom, God makes everything come out right. And I hold on to that, and he does. She said, now get the word on it. Just she encourages me, and I'm thankful for that. I mean, she, she rides me, you hear me? She rides me, and I'm glad I need it. I need it. We all need somebody around that can say, come on, get your eyes off what's going on. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Come on, get on out here, we can do it. And you know what? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, and the word of God is what will renew your mind. The word of God. Because you need your mind renewed. Because the enemy doesn't feel full of fear and doubt, unbelief. You're scared. This one talking, you're talking trash. Because they don't have no hope. They ain't trusting in God. They don't believe in God. And they're trying to convince you. Why are you trying to believe in God? It says, be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good. God is good. And acceptable. And perfect will of God. Do you hear me? And the will of God is for you to prosper, to be in health 
even as your soul prospers. And how it prospers is by the word of God. Don't walk around here looking like you don't have a friend in the world. Oh, I don't see how I'm going to do this. This just ain't going to work. It will if you work the word. You work the word, it works every time. I'm telling you, it works every time. I don't care what. You've got to get the word of God and work it, saints. You hear me? I said, we've got all types of media today that we can get the word in your telephone, iPads, on your computers. It, it makes no sense that we're walking around here getting banged up, beat up, blown up by the enemy, talking his smack, which is trash, when we've got a whole arsenal of the Word of God. And all we have to do is use the Word of God. That is it. Bring it up. Bring it out. You have the power of God living on the inside of you. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life, those were the benefits that were put inside of you. You've got the same power Jesus got, same power God has. Do you know, maybe y'all don't understand that. You can raise the dead just like he did. Yes. Same way. Yes. You got the same power. Yes. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to be afraid. I don't care how ugly you may have a situation going on in your life right now. There's nothing God can't do for you. And work it out better than you could ever imagine. Do you hear me, young lady? No more fear. No more fear. No need to be afraid. God hears you pray. He hears you pray. People think they say things and God's not listening. Yes, he, oh, he's listening. Oh, he's listening. I said last week, you may have a one-word prayer, and it could be just help. And you know what? He'll come right there and help you. He'll get you out of the situation just like that. Just by saying, help. Because he heard his child call him. Mothers know their children's voice. I don't care how many is in the room. When you say, mommy, you know, whoa, that's my child. Whoa, wait, wait a minute, that's mine. That's my. Well, the Lord's the same exact way. Daddy, father, he knows his child. He knows your voice. He'll come right and say, you know what? Don't give up. I don't care what it looks like. Don't give up. Don't give up. Do you hear me, saints? Let me read something to you because I got two seconds. I don't read that fast, but listen to this. My word is at work, so be at peace. The works of your adversary are about to cease. He thought that he had you, but I've always come through. I'm turning things around just like I said I would do. It's never over until I've had my say. That's why I'm called the truth and the way. I watch over my word when you choose to stand. And I bring deliverance again and again. So never give up and refuse to give in. It's almost over. You are about to win. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.